Hello and good evening, everybody. This is Will, and I'm here with Donna. Say hello, Donna. Hi! Um, we have been on a little hiatus, but we are back, and our topic today is celebrity death and grief. Um, this is coming in the wake of Kobe Bryant's um, helicopter crash and his passing, um, and it affected both Donna and me and kind of got us um, thinking about celebrity death and how we, as a society, um, relate to people we don't personally know, but know through their celebrity. Mm -hmm. um, to kind of to start off, uh, in complete sincerity, Kobe Bryant's death really affected me. Um, I, it, it was, it was the first celebrity death that I was truly affected by for a, a number of days. Um, I found out when I was at Costco shopping and one of the, um, Costco workers who's handing out samples, um, looked at me and he said, Kobe Bryant de is dead. And I said, what? He goes, it's, it's on my phone. And I, I like, he he had the, he had the look on his face that he had this information and he couldn't keep it to himself. Uh -huh. And he gave me that information and I was in disbelief and I called my brother. Yeah. And I had cuz I couldn't keep it to myself and I spent the rest of the shopping experience getting all my stuff but scrolling through the internet and then when I got out of Costco I couldn't rem remember where I parked. No. It took me it took me 20 minutes to find my car. Which is not normal for you. Not normal for me. No. Yes, that should be stated. Yes. That, that is not normal for me. <laughs> I normally remember where I park. Yes. Um, it affects us. Celebrity deaths affects us. So it, it, and it prompted me to try to understand better why it affects us as a society. Um, and I came up with a, a few things. Um, we, we, we also found a really good resource on, from this page called What's Your Grief? Um, if you listen to us um, and want other resources, there's a website called What's Your Grief? They also have an Instagram account and a podcast, I believe. Um, and those that team at What's Your Grief has a lot of great resources on a myriad of topics, including this one. Um, and one of the things that... Um, they said about celebrity grief that really resonated with me and how I feel about Kobe um, is that like I, I grew up with him mm -hmm. in, in, in the sense of admiration mm -hmm. um, and Kobe embodied the Mamba mentality. Yeah. And that was his thing. Always hard work. Nothing's given. Everything right. is earned. And he was that personification. And I took for granted his existence on this earth and that role in my life. And then when I found out that he passed away, I felt like it was totally gone. Yeah. And that that thing that he gave me was kind of like tugged at too. Like, and it kind of was a it reinvigorated me in a sense that, you know, death is a challenge to us all to make value of your time mm -hmm. um, and really prioritize and make sure that that's kind of how you're spending your life. Yeah. 
and concentrating on that. Mm-hmm. Um, but it kind of, it threw me for a damn loop. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, you know, giving it, sharing of your, of your time is something that you truly cannot get back. Mm-hmm. You can lose all your money and earn it back. Mm-hmm. You can get sick and get your health back, mm-hmm. hopefully, but you can't make up that time. Mm-hmm. And I think many of us thought that there was always more time. Mm-hmm. with Kobe, especially he was young. He was 40. Yeah, he was 41, 41, 41 three years off retirement. Yeah. And he had already, he had set himself up to have a really, really nice second half of his life. Exactly. To do a lot of great things outside of basketball. Yes. Um, in the second half of his life. And none of us get to see that. No. Um, and I think we mourn some of that more than anything. Mm-hmm. The stuff that we're not going to get to see because of, of this tragedy. Mm-hmm. I, 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 I totally understand that. And I, and I know a lot of people who feel that way. Um, but he's and, also part of your childhood, part of someone you lived up to. Mm-hmm. And he probably gave you a lot of encouragement. I know you like sports. I know you're good yeah. at them. And... So not only in that athletic part of your world, but in how you've chosen to lead your life. You're a very hard worker. Mm-hmm. You don't take anything, I don't think, for granted. And you work hard. And Kobe taught you that. Yeah. He was a personification of that for me. And, you know, I, I would, you know, when it came to, like, working out um, or, like, staying late at the office, you're like, oh, I could leave now and I could save it mm-hmm. for tomorrow morning. And then, you know, I would see, like, you could see like an image of Kobe or think about that and just be like, you know, he would stay. He yeah, would finish it. He would finish it. And he was also a huge encourager of people that every, he felt everyone had a gift and to encourage everyone to reach and utilize that gift, mm-hmm. whether it was sports or academics or art or whatever it might be. He yeah. said, everyone has a gift. Use it. I, I think that to, to go back to your point about not being able to see his second act. Yeah. It's, it's really tough for a lot of people. For, for me, I that's n- that's not what I feel mm-hmm. about with Kobe. Okay. I feel that with the rest of the the rest, rest of the, of pas- the passengers. passengers, and yeah. especially the, the the kid. Yes, you know, um, absolutely. And Gianna, Gigi, especially. Yeah. Um, it's it I is. you know I wasn't raised around basketball per se, but when Kobe passed, um, it reminded me of my own mortality mm-hmm. because he was younger than me. Mm-hmm. And it made me start thinking of what are some of the goals that I have in my life that I want to do that I always thought there'd be time for. Mm-hmm. And then as I was listening to more of the interviews and um, some of the memorials and what LeBron James had to say mm-hmm. on that Friday night at the game, yeah, yeah. Um, I really had a realization of it affected me with thinking about my own mortality and what is it that I want to do with the time I have? Because I don't now it's a reminder that, we're not promised it tomorrow. We all set an alarm clock expecting to wake up tomorrow, but we don't know. We don't know. You know, there are older generations who might be feeling that way with Kirk Douglas's passing yesterday. Yeah, he was 103, yeah. and yet he was an icon for a lot of people as well. 100%. 100%. So there's been a lot of celebrity deaths recently that I think are making a lot of us think. Absolutely. And as I think is a good thing. Yeah, it, it was, I guess I, I guess it was kind of like a, I don't know, maybe a rite of passage or part of my coming of age mm-hmm. story where it was the first celebrity that I, I've, I've had enough life experience yeah. 
to to have my life run concurrently with someone I admire mm-hmm. a lot. Yeah. And and then when that person passes away, it affects me a lot. Mm-hmm. With like Robin Williams, Kirk Douglas, David Bowie. Like I love Robin Williams comedy. Uh-huh. I loved David Bowie's music. Kirk yep. Douglas is a phenomenal actor. But for me, for you, it did it didn't do that for me. And but Kobe did. But Kobe did. But Kobe did. And I yeah. and now I now I have a newfound understanding for my parents who would sit at the dining room table and say, Oh my God, X, Y, Z person passed yeah. away. And I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about lady. <laughs> I can't resonate. Must not be that important. Right. But to them, but to them, that that's their, that's that person for them. Yeah. And now if someone, if someone had kind of diminished the importance of mm-hmm. Kobe's passing, I'm yeah. like, what are you talking about? Yeah. You know, it would have exactly. gotten it would have been an uproar. For me, it was Kurt Cobain and Nirvana. Yeah. Because of yeah. the age. The so age, yeah. I, I'm hoping those of you who are listening realize that we might be talking about celebrities that are important to us who have passed for you might have your own, but it still relates in similar ways. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's kind of the gift of talking about it right now is when my parents talked about actors or music or my dad was chefs, it didn't really affect me because I didn't know them. Yeah. But now it's hitting home a little bit more. Yeah. And I'm like, Oh, ow. And it's interesting. It's something that I think it's something that we're very comfortable yeah. with, like experiencing grief, like yeah. in whatever form it manifests itself. Um, but some of the stuff that I was was reading is that people are like questioning if they're valid to have these feelings of grief. Yeah. And I thought that was really interesting. Yeah. I mean, it comes naturally to me because just because I'm in this space and I'm yeah. gonna feel what I want to feel, and I know that that's okay. Because mm-hmm. when it comes to grief. There are no clear rules nope. and no clear path. Yeah. So you take your own. Um, exactly. So it, it was it was really um, interesting. So if any of you are out there have experiencing grief from a celebrity, and although you don't know them, you do know them. Yes. You spent your life w- with them in it. Yes. And that's how you know your equilibrium. So you're not crazy to feel that way um, about a person you don't you haven't shaken hands with, right? Um, because they they're still a part of your life. Absolutely, and I think we can feel validated by it as well. I mean, other Patrick Swayze, Michael Jackson, um, those all Patrick Swayze more than Michael Jackson for me. Yeah. Um, but it's we live our lives through them in some ways, mm-hmm. and them through us because we identify with their music or their movies, or we find their story in some theatrical product that resonates with us. And it helps us. Mm -hmm. I know some people who write, who write um, posts and different things and say that, Oh, so-and-so song got me through my cancer diagnosis, listening to their, their music, you know, watching Kobe play Mm -hmm. reminded me that I can work hard and learn to walk again. Yeah. Whatever it might be, those people, even though we don't see them in our personal lives, they're still, like you said, a part of who we are. And they have an opportunity, I think, to be an outlet for us in more ways than we realize. Yeah. Um, Because it. What's the right word I'm looking for? When we're grieving, the reason sometimes group grief or grief support group type works is because you start seeing the similarities and you start feeling validation. Yeah. So when you're talking to other fans or reading other fans posts or, or seeing someone light a candle in memory of them, 
your own grief is validated. Mm. Your own experience in the world of, yeah, this this really is awful and fill in the blank with whatever words you use um, because that's kind of how hard it can be. But at the same time, it can give us the support of a, a community. Yeah. To grieve. Absolutely. Does that makes sense? Absolutely. And I think that's what I think with, with Kobe. I, I don't think a lot of the people in LA, like they, they, they had to go to the Staples Center and just be around there. Yes. What, during this time, they, I don't think they could be anywhere else. They had to go see his mural and and be around it and and feel that and feel and, it and see like this person's next to me like I it's exactly where yeah, we should be exactly and 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 not doing it alone and that's the thing that's important is that we try not to grieve alone. Some do, choose to grieve alone, and that's okay. That's their path. Mm-hmm. For others, they want the to go to the vigils. They want to watch the memorial on TV. They mm-hmm. want to listen to the first game and, and whatever it might be. I, yeah. I watched a lot of, I watched Kobe's 1996 um, lower Marion like high school's like season video uh-huh. where they won like a district and like state championship. And then I watched um, the, a game they they call they called it the game that he became like the Black Mamba. Oh, so it was a game against uh, the Rockets, and um, Tracy McGrady uh, was like basically beating up on Kobe Bryant in the first half. Oh, um, and uh, Kobe, yeah. Yeah, so it, this was in 03. Yeah. Oh. So he was being um, charged with sexually assaulting a 19-year-old. Um, and this was all this was all going on and he had to play and he played against Tracy McGrady and Tracy McGrady blew him up in uh, the first half. But he knew that he needed to basically separate himself and um, come back and like play the game that he knows. And in the second half, he basically went off and oh. like scored like thirty points. And he was like, "The only thing I can control is what happens on that court." Yep. I'm getting a lot of stuff off the court, but I can't worry about that right now because I can't control it. I can control this ball. And I can control it going in the hoop. Yep. And that's maybe the Mamba. And that's what you did. So that's how it became the Mamba. Yeah. Yeah. I'll have to look it up again. Maybe maybe it was against the Celtics, but I thought it was against T-Mac. But I also think that because his death was sudden and tragic, not um, a long illness, it shook, shook everyone even further. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, Absolutely. Absolutely. That's, and that's what was so devastating. Yeah. Is that like, I, I honestly couldn't imagine the guy, the guy dying ever. No, I don't think anybody did. He, he was invincible. Yeah. It, it, and, and just, just really, really, really tough. Yeah. Really, really, really tough. Um, no, but then again, no one's invincible and no. you're not promised anything at all. But I think that's the hard part for many of us to accept. I mean, when you're 41 at the top of your health, top of your game, 
have a life planned out, are helping others, are doing all kinds of things to be cut short so quickly. And Gigi died with him, but he has three other daughters yeah. living. Yeah. One who probably will never remember him because she's like six months old. Yeah. That's heart-wrenching yeah, as a that, mom. Yeah, that's, oh my gosh. Uh, and to think, you know, how sad that must be for his family too. I think one of my favorite me, I think it's called a meme, meme. is when they have it's called, um, it's called a meme. <laughs> the, um, the one with my, um, Kobe and his daughter walking towards like the sunset mm-hmm. with angel halos over yeah. them and her number two and his number 24. 24. I, that just levels me when I see that. Cause it's like real. It's yeah, it's real. This, you know, we haven't even really had a service yet and it's real. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it takes a service to sink in for me that mm-hmm. it's real. Um, but it's like amazing to feel. And other celebrity deaths that happen, I think it's hard for many of us to wrap our heads around because they're larger than life. We see them in this show and that show or in this album or whatever. They're, yeah. And it's hard to think about. I'm not going to see him in another episode or I'm not going to hear another album come out. Yeah. And like we, we were always so comforted by their presence and yeah. the way that we knew them yeah. and, and we don't have that anymore. Yeah. And although it's like minor and, you know, digital a lot of the time, yeah. like a video or a yeah. song, but it, the feelings that we get when we hear or see them is, is real. It's real. It's real. Absolutely. And that can be, I think it can give us all an opportunity to take a look at what's important to us in our life. Yeah. And how can we prioritize and prioritize. That's what it did. It really did that for me, Donna. Yeah. It was like, how am I spending my minutes? Yeah. Like if, if I, if, if, if Kobe was sitting in front of me right now and he looked at my 24 hours and he said, you know what? Like I did all these things in my life and I wanted to do all of these things in the rest Mm -hmm. of my life and I didn't get to do them. Like he, I imagine he just pick apart my day. He'd be like, you're wasting time yep. here. You're wasting time here. Yeah, he told me, I read somewhere that we all have 1,440 minutes a day. Mm-hmm. We all have the same number of minutes. How are we using them? Mm-hmm. And yeah. some people like really structure them out on a calendar, like in every 15 minute increments. Mm-hmm. I don't tend to do it that I'm not that rigid, but it's like, do you really want to spend five minutes doing this, or would you rather have five minutes of that? Yeah. You know, and is this conversation really need to last more than five minutes? Maybe it doesn't. So maybe we'll stand and talk instead of sit. Cause when we sit, we yeah. tend to go longer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, maybe we only need to schedule a 20 minute meeting when we used to schedule an hour, you know, so yeah. we, there's ways that we can start prioritizing in our world and that works for us. Mm-hmm. But I also want to remember to be compassionate with the time that we have and not be Absolutely. so hard on ourselves. Absolutely. Absolutely. And it's, it's more, it's more to say like, like always be working toward a, 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 a bigger goal. goal that you have. Exactly. Like, and, and it's vitally important to have those macro goals yes. and be working towards something as a human being with passion and, Instead of just punching the clock and, and just waiting. Yeah. Exactly. And that's, I think Kobe was a really good, big purveyor of that. Yeah. He's like, like, I love, he loved basketball. Mm-hmm. And it was obvious to everyone that he loved the game of sure. basketball. 
Um, especially since he like wrote Dear Basketball. He wrote yep. a, a love letter. I to saw me. that. That's what I saw. I didn't even know he'd, he'd won an Oscar for it. Yeah. I didn't even know it existed. Yeah. Now I've seen it. And it's beautiful. Absolutely. And you, and you see that he, his passion for the game yeah. like comes from his soul. And he, I, you can tell in a lot of his speeches, especially as he got older, yeah. it was like, I don't like if I don't care what you like, mm-hmm. but you should be as a human being finding what you're passionate about yes. and just driving yourself through every goal associated with it. And it shouldn't, you shouldn't feel like you're getting up and being tortured every day when you go to work. Exactly. You, you should, you should feel excited. You, it's not, I have to do this. It's I get to do this. Exactly. And, and he preached it and lived it. And we got to see what it was like for someone to, to practice what they yeah. preach. And it was so beautiful to see, um, as well as like all the results, of course. Absolutely. You know, but, but that's not even it. I think he would have done it. I mean, obviously he did it for the results and the championships, but yeah, you know, like, I don't know if he had the same mentality. He, I mean, he would still love the game of basketball. No Absolutely. Matter what the physical ability. Yeah. That just, he's just that type of person. But I liked, you said, you should want to be able to get up and get excited, get to do this. Not I have to. Yeah. Yeah. It's, That's my takeaway from tonight, to be honest with you. Yeah. Great. Awesome. Um, I think what was nice is that in that moment when I, when I kind of like thought about that, um, I feel lucky that I get to do that mm-hmm. myself. Mm-hmm. I think you would, you would Absolutely. agree with your work. Yes. Um, I'm very grateful. And it, 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 that invigorates me. Yeah. And I think, um, that make that makes me happy that, that it does that, um, that that is a, um, there's no silver lining with, with his passing, but that is something that that's a takeaway. Yeah. Um, that I'm, I'm pleased with moving forward, you know, Absolutely. And, and, um, maybe just being ever so slightly more deliberate in, in how I approach the work that I love to do. Mm-hmm. Um, which, again, just just thankful for. You know, I think that's it. I want to be. I want to express my gratitude more okay. for um, whether it's the people that taught me something, a celebrity that encouraged me, who may never know they encouraged me. Because uh-huh. um, I have one celebrity that I absolutely follow, and if I ever got to meet him, I'd want to say thank you for being my inspiration for since I was thirteen. Bruce uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll probably never meet him, uh, and yet. His music and the work he's done in the world has been a huge inspiration for me. It's called me to do the work I do in many ways um, and to show up in the way I do in life. So celebrities influence us all the time. And I don't think we have an opportunity to say thank you Mm -hmm. um, as much as we might want to or find a way to do it. But I really think celebrities can have that influence on us. Now there's yeah. positive and negative influences, obviously, of but I'm focusing more on the ones that encourage us to do better, encourage us to strive to reach our goals, to keep practicing shooting hoops, keep yeah. whatever it is that we're feeling called. We want to do in the world. Many times we're following a celebrity along the way who's encouraged us in some form or another. And, and f- Kobe's journey and, and yeah. a lot of other celebrities, like 
you get to see you got to see it all with Kobe. Yeah. You got to see him being accused yep. of sexual assault. Yep. Um, and then that that kind of prompted his number change from eight to twenty-four. So there's kind of two Kobe's in the basketball world too. But But he we owned were, his mistakes and he changed his behavior. And that and that's what I'm getting at is that he's a, he is his own like redemption yeah. story and and hardship story and coming of age yes. story. And you're like, if he can get through that on TV, then I can get through what I'm going through in my own little world. Yes. You know? That's what I'm talking about. Yes. Yeah. And our celebrities are humans too. Yeah. And they go through trials and tribulations and mistakes, and but they get to do it in a fishbowl and we all get to watch. Hopefully yeah. we learn and get encouragement to change our own if there's something within us we feel like we need to change. Yeah. Because that's important too, um, it you know it's just amazing. It is when when, the, when things like this happen in our world. How as a world and a society and a community, we can come together, support one another. Yeah, it's it's it was really interesting to see kind of like I would say that I would say that even a lot of my close friends were affected by Kobe's passing, and mm-hmm. like, and everyone had their take. I would say that everyone felt badly for all nine passengers. Yes. They had a specific, they had a particular like gut wrenching reaction to the, the loss of parents of young kids, yes. young kids themselves. Um, and an athlete that, you know, we all adored. Yeah. Um, but you know, they had that reaction in, New York, everywhere else in the U.S., yep. outside the U.S., the, the Mamba mentality is bigger than just basketball. It's Kobe himself, yes. and he's a global brand. He's a global icon. Absolutely. And it was just weird that I, you see it reverberate throughout the whole world, mm-hmm. but like an earthquake, but we're at the epicenter mm-hmm. in Southern California. Yeah. And... I've seen Kobe myself in person three times. Oh, wow. I I saw him first, my, I think my second year in California, he was driving in his red Range Rover with Vanessa on Pacific Coast Highway. Oh, wow. I was like, oh my gosh, it's Kobe. That's one. Two, I saw him at uh, this little Mexican place called Sharky's. Um, he was ordering tacos, and I was like, oh, my God, it's Kobe. And I never said a damn word to that man because all I, like, thought of him was, like, he must get this all the time. Yeah. And he's he's a no-nonsense guy. So right. I don't want to be the guy that's like, hey, Mr. Brian, like, I'm your biggest fan. You know, like, uh, you know, nonsense. Yeah. And I don't know why I did that voice because I was, like, 25 <laughs> when it happened. But, uh, <laughs> you know, and then. And then the most recent one was about about two years ago. I had punctured a hole in my tire, and I was at a gas station in Newport getting my tire plugged. And I was standing while the guy was helping me out, out in, like, the parking lot. And Kobe rolls in get, to get gas. And I just... I looked and I waved and I just said, good morning. That's awesome. Yeah. 
And he and he just looked and he was leaning up against his car and he just go he just nods like, "What's up?" And that was it. I was like, "That's that's, that's perfect." Thank you for the microsecond, the millisecond out of your day, Mr. Bryant. I know your day is filled with a lot of stuff, so I'm glad you acknowledge my presence here on this earth. It was more than I could ever ask for, and I appreciate that. Yeah, I appreciate that. I have two Kobe stories. One, I found out Kobe passed um, church. It was just ending, and our senior minister, one of our senior ministers, made the announcement. And you could hear the congregation just go, <gasps> and I'm like pulling out my phone, going, "Oh my gosh, he's right." And the other one was years ago. I work for hospice, as everybody knows. We have Afghans that a group of ladies crochet and knit for our patients and we supply the yarn and they just do their thing. And I was going to see a new patient and I thought, I'll take her an Afghan. I had never met her. I didn't know anything. She was older. And I kind of just try and sense what Afghan to get. Well, I kept going back to this Afghan and I didn't know the Laker colors back then. This was many years ago. Mm -hmm. And, um, this bright yellow with purple trim. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't think this can be the right one, but I'm like, okay. So my gut just kept saying, take it, take it, take it. So I went, all right. Um, so I took it. I walk into her home. She can't talk. Caregiver's eyes bug out of her head. And I'm like, Oh no, I picked the wrong one. And she's like, didn't say a word. I walk over to the patient. She doesn't talk. She eyes light up. She, holding this afghan and won't stop smiling and i'm like finally the caregiver says take a look around and i so i did totally out of the decor of this beautiful home are pictures of her and kobe everywhere there are pictures of her and kobe everywhere she'd been a huge lakers fan when she was younger and could go to the games oh and so for her this was um and she was and how did you know her birthday it was in like a couple of days i'm like and so every time I went to see her after that, she had that Afghan on her, on her lap. And I had no idea that was the right one, but it's like you brought back her memories of Kobe because, and I'm not kidding. There were life-size pictures of her with him and smiling and hugs and cards. She'd mailed them. And she was just a huge Lakers and Kobe Bryant fan. And I had no idea. Yeah. So he really touched lives across the board. Yeah. All over the place. All over the place. Everywhere. Yeah. Well, I, and I, I hope that this half hour um, kind of talking about celebrity grief and specifically Kobe and um, that his accident yeah. um, kind of shed some light on celebrity grief, but also was kind of a, a remembrance um, for me of him. Uh, and I just, I'm really grateful to be able to just get to talk about him and, um, what he did for me, um, maybe a bigger fan of basketball, maybe a bigger fan of hard work ethic. Um, and I, I'm just going to do everything every day that yeah. I can to, to make sure that if, if my time is called earlier than I want, yeah, I won't, I, I will be able to, to look back and, and be proud of what I've done. Yeah. He, his his life and his death have reminded me that 
You can be the per become the person you want to be. You can make changes and, and work hard and make different choices or whatever mm -hmm. the deal is um, to really get out of life what you want. Yeah. And he comes from Philadelphia. And my family's from Philly. And it doesn't matter where you're at is to where you can go. And he taught me that. Absolutely. He taught me that you can reach for the stars and you can reach them. Yeah, absolutely. And whatever I, your interests are, it doesn't have to be basketball. Yeah. And he didn't care. It's whatever your interest was, go for it. Yeah. That's my takeaway from, from his, from his whole life. Big time. Not just his death, his whole life. His whole life. Absolutely. So thank you. Pleasure's all mine. Thanks everybody.